brought to you by the students of Mary Persons High School in conjunction with MPTV. This is Monroe County Schools Radio, exclusively on Magic 100 FM. I'm your host, Carrie Buckendale. Good morning. Today, we continue our in-depth coverage of Monroe County Schools with a look at KB Sutton Elementary. MPTV introduces us to the new KB Sutton principal, Christina Chapman, and to this year's Monroe County Teacher of the Year, Amanda Holloway. Good morning, my name is Faith Jones and I'm interviewing Christina Chapman, who is the new principal of KB Sutton Elementary. What encouraged you to take on this new position? Well, I've always wanted to be a principal, even from a very young age. I started off, um, you know, teaching my little stuffed animals. And then I moved on to um, pretending that I was having little assemblies. And then I would dismiss my little stuffed animals out of the assembly with my little sister and my cousins. So it's always been a passion of mine. And um, as I um, went throughout my career, I started out as a teacher and then moved on um to being an instructional coach and then assist and then an assistant principal. So it was just kind of like a natural progression um, for me to move on into the principalship. What is something you plan to accomplish as KBS principal this year? Well, this year I've really been focusing on building strong relationships with my staff. Um, I want them to get to know me and I want to have an opportunity to really get to know them. Um, I think it's very important um, for us to um, build that mutual trust that we're going to need as we move on um, to focus on our initiatives that we have um, for our school this year. And academically, um, I plan to really um, hone in on early literacy skills and making sure that all of our students have a strong reading foundation um, as they move um, through the next grades and uh, getting them ready for the middle school years. What has been the biggest change going from assistant principal to principal? Um, I think the biggest change for me has been the building operations piece. Um, and when I speak about that, I'm talking about the air conditioning system, the alarm, the lights, um, the boiler room, things like that. Um, those are things that I didn't really have to worry about as assistant principal. I focused on discipline and curriculum and instruction. Um, so it's been a learning curve for me um, just getting to know those areas of the building and how they work and how to troubleshoot when something when something goes wrong um, and what to do in, in regard to maintenance and repair. Um, so I've been learning a lot about those things in this new role. What steps have you taken to make this a smooth transition for staff and students? Um, so the first thing I did is over the summer, I sent out a survey to all my staff members and that um, included teachers, paraprofessionals, um, school nutrition staff, custodial staff, um, and I just asked some key questions, um, some information that I just wanted to know about the processes and things they, um, they think that are going well and things that could use improvement. Um, and after I collected um, the feedback from the surveys, I met with every staff member. So we just had kind of like a um, getting to know each other session and they were able to voice their concerns. Um, and also share any ideas that they had um, for the upcoming school year. And as we talked through some of those things, um, I addressed the things that were within my control and the things that weren't. I just tried um, to think of ways um, to make um, those specific processes or tasks more manageable for them. 
Who has been your biggest supporter while taking on this new role and what made them such a big support? Um, my biggest supporter, I would have to say, is definitely my husband. Um, he is constantly right there with me, you know, and it's rewarding, but um, you can get stressed sometimes, and um, he's always there just to remind I'm supposed to be, and that um, even though you know, I have to make tough decisions. As long as the students are at the heart of those decisions, everything will work out the way it's supposed to. What has been the biggest struggle since starting off the new year as principal? I think the biggest struggle for me um, has been adjusting to the elementary school schedule. Um, I've been at the middle school for the past eight years and the scheduling is a lot different um, from middle to elementary. Um, I'm getting the hang of it and it's definitely an easier schedule to follow, but it, it was just kind of hard making that transition and getting used to um, the new schedule. What is a part of the job that you thought be that you thought would be more difficult than it actually is? I thought that it would be difficult to come into a new building um, with people that, you know, actually probably been the easiest thing um, because everyone here is so kind and they're so warm and welcoming. And I really feel like I've been here forever, even though, you know, it's only been a few months. What are you most excited about in this new role? Um, the thing I'm most excited about is building relationships, um, with the families of the students that I serve. Um, I started this new, um, meeting greet these new meeting group sessions so it's called pastries with the principal and it happens several times throughout the year um there there's a morning session and an afternoon session um to make sure everyone you know can have a time that they could make it working around work schedules but it's just a time where parents and families and community members can come in and they can get to know me um and and i can share some of my visions and goals for the year and um, it's an opportunity for them to ask any questions and give any feedback um, for what they would like to see happen um, at our school as well throughout the year. Well, thank you so much for speaking with us and good luck at this year. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. you too. Good morning. My name is Carolyn Buffington and I'm here with Miss Amanda Holloway. Good morning. So Miss Holloway, with the new school year, what are you looking forward to most? Um, I definitely think getting to know my students and building relationships with my new kids. What is the hardest part about teaching a fourth grade class? Um, I really think, well, this year we're switching classes three times. So I have 78 students. Um, I think the thing is the day just goes by too quickly. <laughs> Why was winning Teacher of the Year a huge accomplishment for you? Um, I, I, well, probably because I've been teaching for quite a while and teaching has been a big, huge part of my life, but um, it's definitely very humbling and I was very honored to receive this honor. How long have you been teaching in Monroe County for? Um, Monroe County, this will be my sixth year, 18 total. Gotcha. Oh, wow. <laughs> what was your biggest takeaway from winning this award? Um, I just, I, f I feel like I just want to be a, a cheerleader for other teachers and support my coworkers um, and because the way they supported me through all of this. 
Who has been your biggest supporter throughout this experience? Um, definitely lots of people. My my husband, for one, he's in education as well. Um, my former admin and current ad, admin. And then also, I think all my coworkers, but Miss Causey in particular, she's been like my partner in the classroom for several years. What do you plan to accomplish this year at KBS? Um, oh, I lost my place, sorry. Um, I just think um, just helping the kids grow, especially with reading and develop a love for reading since um, that is my main subject this year. What is the best part about teaching your students? Um, definitely relate, building those relationships and confidence um, in, and watching them grow. If you weren't teaching at Katie Sutton, what would you be doing? Um, probably on my farm <laughs> with my garden and all my animals. <laughs> all right, well, thank you. Thank you. Next month, Monroe County voters will decide whether to continue the district's East Blast or Education Special Purpose Local Option Sales Tax. I sat down with local realtor and community East Blast committee member Carrie Swearingen to learn more about the referendum. Ms. Swearingen, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We want to start with a question that many people want to know. Is the proposed East Blast a new tax? The East Blast is actually not a new tax. It's just a continuation of one that's already being collected here in Monroe County. The first East Blast took effect way back in 1999 and has been continued every five years since then. If the extension is approved by voters, the, that penny would be collected for a five-year period beginning when the current East Blast reaches its cap of $24 million. How has the district used previous East Blast funds? The district, um, going back like to 1999, um, the different Im improvements and things that have been done, our uh, classroom additions at Mary Persons High School, a complete renovation of the current Board of Education building, um, improving soccer and softball fields, building T.G. Scott Elementary, um, classroom additions, uh, purchase the Monroe County Education Center, also in just um, things to help teaching staff such as laptops, the purchase of laptops for our teachers, um, improvements to the road and the parking lots at the different schools, and also just your regular maintenance like roof and HVAC replacements. Um, other improvements are improvements to the tennis courts and also a new freshman campus um, was done and just different stadium improvements. In addition to that, those funds were used to build something that draws a lot of attention to our school district. Can you tell us about it? Right. Um, the East Loss funds were used to build um, the, the current fine arts facility that we all enjoy. And um, the fine arts facility is not only utilized by our, our students throughout our system, it's also a place for the community and hosts different concerts and events and um, just a, a great place that our, our whole community can be proud of and utilize. As many of our listeners know, we just had Pam Tillis at our Fine Arts Center, and I've been told that she loved the facility, and her fans loved her concert. But back to the East Blast, why is the district asking voters to renew it now? Um, 
The current projections show that there, the existing East Bloss will reach its cap in fall, the fall of 2023. So approving this continuation when you go to the polls in November just will ensure that that penny continues to be collected. It would also allow Monroe County Schools to begin um, its next capital projects plan to meet our district's needs as facilities age and our enrollment continues to climb. Let's talk about some of those projects. Which ones are included in this particular referendum? In this referendum, um, there are plans to um, add to, renovate, improve, and equip all of our existing buildings and facilities to um, just from your regular maintenance all the way up to just being able to house the increased number of students that we have. Um, also to construct a ninth grade campus, a field house, different stadium improvements at the football stadium, and a multi-purpose building. Also a covered practice facility, which I know has been needed for a while, so that, that is on this list. Also just continuing to um, look for and plan for the purchase of land for future schools and facilities as our county has been on an upward swing as far as um, population. With all those projects on the list, what happens if voters do not approve the continuation of the East Blast? Um, this, the tax revenue that's collected through East Blast is, is the primary funding source for all these capital projects, um, not only just building new buildings, but maintaining our current facilities. Without it, um, our school system will be very limited um, in the ability to build anything new and will just um, have a hard time, you know, funding the maintenance of all the current facilities. Um, this East Boss funding just provides the necessary resources um, to keep our school system um, where we are and also to plan and prepare for the new growth. Um, also, the East Bloss keeps the property taxes low for our Monroe County residents. Um, I think maybe it's been 2015 was the last time there was a, a millage increase from the school board. So this East Bloss has continued to help keep our property taxes low. As a Monroe County taxpayer, that's very important to me. As a member of the Community East Blast Committee, is there anything else you'd like to tell us about the referendum? Um, just to remind people that um, supporting the East Blast and voting yes for the East Blast um, it's really an investment in your community. Even if you don't have children in the school system, um, I'm sure that you know if you're you're a homeowner. Um, your home values, they're impacted by how well your school system is viewed and, and how, how, you know, how it ranks across the state. We've enjoyed very high rankings across the state as far as our school system is concerned. Um, that, that helps keep our property values. Um, you know, they're, they're just, it's very desirable for people to want to live in Monroe County. The school system just serves an as an attractor that we, we are just a great place to live and to raise a family. Um, so I just, voting yes for that East Bloss just is really an investment in your community. And I encourage you to get out and vote on November 8th. Um, early voting starts October 17th. So um, if you're not gonna be available on election day, just, just go get out and do, go ahead and early vote. There are a couple of Saturday opportunities offered. So if you can't vote during the week, um, there will be a place where you can go vote on a Saturday. Ms. Swearingen, thank you so much for joining us today. Now remember, 
You can find more information about the referendum on our website, monroe.k12.ga.us. Click on the menu and choose East Blast Resource Center. There you'll find frequently asked questions, the ballot wording, a slideshow of projects completed with East Blast funds, and a video that looks at the history of East Blast in Monroe County. And don't forget, Election Day is November 8th. Lisa Budd has a passion for feeding children, which is one reason why she's the Director of School Nutrition for Monroe County Schools. MPTV's Lawson Harris spoke with Ms. Budd about the challenges facing school nutrition and some of her favorite things in the kitchen. My name is Lawson and I'm going to be interviewing Ms. Um, Budd and she's the uh, nutrition, like the health director. And so the first question is, what are your major roles in um, being a nutrition director? Well, one of my greatest roles, I would say, and it's the most major to me, is to create wonderful, healthy meals that y'all are gonna like and wanna eat. Uh, but also, another major role is I am to implement and also um, I'm to evaluate the USDA regulations and guidelines and make sure that we're meeting all of those in the meals that we serve. So that's one of the most major roles is creating a reimbursable meal and, uh, and doing the financial aspects uh, of serving a reimbursable meal. Last year, our system had a partnership to bring in fresh fruit to include in meals. Will this year, will you continue to do that this year and do you think anything might change? Well, I certainly want to broaden the opportunity to bring in fresh fruits from local farmers. We had a partnership with Dickey Farms that was very successful. We had a lot of fun with the fresh strawberries and creating new recipes. And so I definitely would like to do that again, uh, but expand that with more local farmers. How do you plan the menus that each school will serve? Well, there's testing that uh, first happens, and I also look at trends to see, you know, what what y'all like and, and what you're interested in, and then I try to um, bring in samples and different vendors, and but I also try to look at different ethnic foods and make sure that I'm covering, you know, the Asian, the, the Mexican, the um, you know, good Southern cooking too. I mean, we try to just really encompass a lot of different things on our menus. Uh, believe it or not, it's a very, very long process. Uh, it takes a couple of weeks to devise a menu, but once I get it going, then uh, then it's successful from that point on. This year, there was a major change in the fact that the USDA free lunch program was discontinued. How does that affect our students in Monroe County? You know, that's a good question for me to ask you, because I think I would like to know that as well. Um, well, I don't ever eat lunch, so uh, I, don't, I don't, yeah, I just don't, I don't bring my own lunch, I don't really eat school lunch, I'm just not hungry. Well, and that's understandable, and so we hope, hopefully we can find some things that one day you might want to just, just try, and, and, but I get that, I get that at your, your age group, it is, it is kind of hard, but we try to, you know, offer a variety of things, you know, if you just want something small, or, or a pizza, or something like that, but what happens with the uh, change in the USDA free lunch program is the waiver that we were operating under for the past uh, two and a half years with the seamless summer option, which allowed us to provide uh, meals at no cost. Well, that did not get uh, approved through the federal government again. So we've gone back to free, reduced, and paid claiming categories. And I know it inconveniences um, 
families. And that's, I think that's the most frustrating thing is we, you know, we were able to feed so many children uh, with being able to feed everybody for free. So it does put an obstacle in our participation. And it also, you know, we want to work with parents and try to help in every way that we can get them to fill out the free and reduced applications because it's going back to the regular national school lunch program. But I think uh, how it's really changed things is it really impacts our participation, and that's something that we have to to continue to gain and grow after the past two years. Can you tell us more about the payment app for student accounts? Okay, the payment app is actually, it's a lot of different things. It's called um, schoolcafe.com, and I love this app because you can check your balance, you can also uh, set up you know for low balance reminders you can use your debit card and put money on immediately uh, but what else is wonderful about it is schoolcafe.com is going to give me the opportunity to reach students immediately and if i wanted to know well how are the new hamburgers today i can use that school cafe app and get immediate feedback from all the students that tried it that day so that's going to be fun and helpful and interactive but the School Cafe um, app just makes life easier when it comes to paying online for meals. And you can always, again, check your balance, add money when you want to, and, uh, and get low balance notifications. So it's very, very helpful. What is your favorite meal that we serve that you serve in the uh, in the schools? Wow, I'd have to say uh, Chicken Tender Tuesday is one of my favorites. I love to get that with the with the mashed potatoes and a salad. That's one of my favorite meals. But the baked spaghetti is delicious. We've got um, in other grade levels. We've got chicken parmesan. We've got uh, steak and gravy. And um, so there's, you know, I've, I've tried to put a lot of different things on there and a lot of them are my favorite things. So if you look at any menu, I pretty much eat everything uh, on there and enjoy it. But, but I would have to say Chicken Tender Tuesday is probably my favorite. We leave you now with a look back at last week's Mary Persons Chorus Concert. Enjoy and have a great day. you
take it all away and live another day. We'll make a statement to the world that we're here to stay. for tuning in to Monroe County Schools Radio exclusively on Magic 100 FM. Have a great week. Remember to be a champ. And as always, go dogs. The thoughts expressed in this segment represent Monroe County Schools.